Hello and welcome to the Animation Industry Podcast. My name is Terry and I usually have to do the intro in a few takes to get it right, but this week I'm gonna try to do it all in the same take. So here we go. This chat is featuring stop motion animator Marika Kramer, who is currently working at Ardman Animation. She's gonna share her journey from studying business in Germany to taking the Ardman Academy course and then ending up working on Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, and the new Wallace and Gromit film. It is quite the incredible journey and she is quite the determined person and she's gonna share exactly how she did it and accomplished all this. And I hope you enjoy our chat. But first, this episode is sponsored by Hue, makers of colorful plug and play cameras for learning, work and play. Originally designed for teachers, Hue cameras can also be used for creative activities such as capturing hand-drawn pencil tests and shooting behind the scenes footage, time-lapse videos, and of course, stop motion animation. Their cameras have flexible, posable necks, manual focus controls, and they're compatible with Dragon Frame, OBS, Twitch, Zoom, and many other camera apps. So you should visit QHD.com to learn more and follow at Hue Cameras on social media for news, fun, and giveaways. And of course, as always, get 10% off any Hue product from QHD.com with code 10TerryAIP. And I've included those details in the description of this chat, so please go check them out. And now without further ado, let's jump in. And that was one take. Hello, Marika. How, how are you? Hi. I'm good. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, you're joining from beautiful UK. <laughs> yes, I'm in Bristol right now. <laughs> Bristol, wow. Uh, where did you just come from? Where I just got from work. Um, and yeah, where are you I working? Work at, <laughs> I work at Artman Animations. Um, and I'm currently working on the new Wallace and Gromit film. Amazing. And I just got in the door. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Wallace and Gromit is like such a... It's so it's it's crazy how influential that has been around the world. Like I grew up as a young kid, like watching those. Somehow everybody had like the VHS tape of like the wrong trousers. <laughs> I don't know where we all got it from or why I know, had right? one. <laughs> but like that was pretty influential for me. How influential was it for you, you know, growing up? Well, I guess you're you're from Germany. Um, yeah, for me personally, Wallace and Gromit wasn't as big for me. It was more like Shaun the Sheep because ah. I used to watch it religiously with my dad, and um, oh. yeah, he loved he loved it so much. And he's like, "Oh, you need to watch this." And then I went like the was, preschool like, show. Yeah, the little we had like we had a, a children's explainer show in Germany, and that was yeah. part of it. So every Sunday they showed like yeah. one episode of it, and yeah, it was just great. So that was my biggest influence wow. art so, and wise. So you grew up watching Shaun the Sheep and then mm -hmm. in in Germany. And I understand that you yeah. went to business school mm. to get a real job when you were. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so tell me about why you went to business school when you felt like your influences were maybe for animation. I think at the time I didn't know it was. I just watched it and that was a pipe dream. It's like, oh, it could be so cool just to work in film. But it was very unrealistic because where I grew up, there's nothing in that sort of you, you can learn it. Um, and everywhere you go, it's just, I want to have a real job in a bank or in an office. And you just kind of get led into it. Yeah, um, yeah. So when I had options, okay, what could I do? It just like business was just the thing to do to so have a real job. Uh, the uh, the amount of times I've heard this. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's exactly um, my inspiration happened. for going to business too. I just had this like societal feeling of I need a real job to pay the bills, and and business is like the thing to do. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> big mistake. <laughs> big mistake. Oh no. Do you feel well, like you me. learned anything from business that you've carried over into your career now? Also because I didn't finish my degree either, fair, but I fair. quit after like one or I think two semesters. Um I mentally quit after three months. Um <laughs> and then I kept going for a little bit. Um yeah, but after, after two months I was just out and I already was had my eye on the on the design degree. So I wow. didn't so really, what was the what much. what made you really check out of business and decide to go into something more creative? Um, it was when I was doing my start at my business degree. Um, the school that was literally next to our building was a design school, and they had like a viewing of all the films they've done in the semester. And it was open to the public because it was in a cinema. And I just went because I thought, well, it sounds like a fun night to see what happens. And I literally just sat in that cinema. I was like, oh, my God, these students get to do this every day. This is what they learn. This is amazing. I want to do this. And this flipped a switch because I wasn't really I didn't know this was possible, really, because I only knew like the business side of school. And um, I had no idea that was something so cool, so close. Um, so then I was like, set my mind to it. OK, I'm going to quit business. This is it. I really want to get into design now wow um, yeah did it what was it like that's a huge decision so like you know you're already paying a lot of money mm. you already got accepted you're already doing your classes you're three months in you see this film and that literally just like one hour changes one hour of experience changed the whole trajectory of your life yeah <laughs> pretty much did yeah it was like a three-hour thing of all the semester showing their films um yeah but you had, but never, yeah, had you ever made films before because from what i understand like your first stop motion film was made after that point oh yeah it was like my fourth and fifth semester um no i hadn't done anything so you I, mean, I, done... was, I started video editing i did like for fun bits video editing but also just for friends because a friend was a musician and just made very terrible <laughs> edited little music videos and I thought wow I've been sitting here for the entire weekend I'm not bored like didn't yeah right <laughs> like, I'm like, like this, 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 does this mean anything but then like brushed it off because it was <laughs> not realistic at that point <laughs> yeah that's actually a good point like that's also what kind of encouraged me to pursue animation myself where I was like going so hard every day at like creating little comics and things and not getting bored and I did that for over a year and I was like maybe I can Put my passion into this if I'm not going to get bored because like business is yeah. kind of boring me now. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> so okay, I mean, so you quit business school, you go to design. Um, how did you end up at Ardman between those two points? You're still in Germany. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So when I graduated it was 2020. Um. I moved to England because of all the Brexit stuff happening. I knew if I moved to England by the end of 2020, I could get my pre-settled status, which means I can work and live in the UK for five years. So at that time, I, right after I graduated, I became a freelance illustrator and I could work from anywhere. So my friend and I planned just to move to the UK, get a pre-settlement status, just in case I might want to go to England at some point in life. Okay. Um. During COVID. No, everyone was saying it's a terrible idea. Um, but yeah, we just uh, moved to to Brighton at that point and then got a presentment status. And then I saw that the Artman Academy was offering a new stop motion one course where you learned the foundations of character um, animation. And I applied, not assuming I would get in because I've applied to Artman Jobs so many times just for the fun of it and never got anything back. Um, but wait, I thought, wait, so just for the fun of it, like I know you've produced a couple of films before then, like one starring like a vampire who 
there's like two twists in it. It's pretty fun. You made <laughs> friends. So you already had like a little solid portfolio put together for stop motion. It was only that film. The only, only short film. film I've ever made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was four minutes and that's all I've done. I've done some... <sighs> Four minutes is a lot in stop motion. I know. It took over a year. Um, But yeah, it was, I did very, very small things, just practicing moving uh, like cups or something. But the only real thing I've done with stop motion was only that short film. Um, Yeah, that's the thing I applied with to the academy and it worked. Nice. (laughs) And then how was, how was that experience in the academy? Oh, that was great. It was a three months online course and, um, yeah, we got sent an armature. Like full time? Um, kind of depends on you. Um, you get a task, weekly task with the master class that's pre-recorded. And then you get sent off to do the task in between their meetings with the other people on the course. Because they're trying to make it like a community, even though people are spread all over uh, the world. Um, and you have a weekly, weekly meetings with the people who run the course and everything. Um, but you basically get sent off to do your task. And then after a week, you have a mentor meeting from someone who works at App and who gives you feedback on it. Wow. And it's up to you how much time you can and want to put into it. Um, at that time, I uh, took a part-time job and I was um, freelance illustrating. So I had like the weekend mostly or maybe like a few evenings, but I literally put every single free minute I had into this course because I was like, I, my goal is to end up at Artman. Very unrealistic at this point. Um because doing the course doesn't mean you get a job at Arpen at all. Yeah, my my brain was like, I want to try it. So I'm going to um, put everything I can into it. Um, do you yeah. think like that, that mentality really pushed you to do much better than you would have otherwise that maybe they saw more potential in you? Maybe. I guess so. Well, so you got hired at Arpen. How did that conversation go? Mm-hmm. They were like, well, you took this really seriously. We really love seeing your work. Like, we know you. You've been applying for a while. Like, we really liked you. Like, you know, why did they Why did they hire you after the course? Because I'm assuming they didn't oh, have everybody. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I think in total now there are one, two, three, four people got hired um, over the last two years from, from doing one of the courses. Um, no, there was an in-between step because um, they... I think it was a few months after I finished that course, they were offering a traineeship, a two-month traineeship in Bristol hmm. um, to to just learn character animation in person with someone from Artman where you get, where you animate 40 hours a week and like every day it's full, th- full time thing and just animate, wow. animate, animate and get feedback it was amazing. And I uh, applied again, just applying for the fun of it, not thinking I would get it, get it. And also it says it begins in three weeks. And I was still in Germany at that point. Even I thought even though if I get it, I cannot leave because I have three jobs. I can't just quit and and go. I did get it. I did have to, have to quit, which was the worst week of my entire life, trying to get my bosses to let me go because you can't just go. It's like but they have a really good relationship with them. Um, and they understood uh, that how important it is to me because I this when I started the job I taught them okay stop motion is my goal so this yeah. is not my angle here and like they wow. didn't understand it and they were so kind um, and I kept working for them for these two months on the weekends and the evenings um, going back to remote. Germany back and forth remotely no 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 oh. no I uh, okay. remotely because I was video editing at the at the time see, and they sent sent me those things and I edited you're working three also, jobs yeah. Um, <laughs> and 40 hours a week 
Uh, it was two jobs and 40 hours a week. Yeah, because oh the third job was uh, childcare and I couldn't really take that with me. <laughs> so that <laughs> I had to quit properly. Tell me about the moment that uh, you got that email or the call from Ardman saying, we accept you into the training program. I cried for you cried two hours <laughs> for two hours. It was it was it was just like this is amazing. Oh my god, I can't go, but I want to go, but I don't know how. This is not possible, but I need to make it possible. There was like a back and forth of I'm I really really want this. It was amazing that I got this, yeah. but also like there's so many reasons why I cannot just leave the country in the next three weeks. Um, you made it work so it was, somehow. I know. So you told me you applied for fun, but you got in. Like looking back, do you see why you got in now, or or is it just is it like a fate? <laughs> hmm. I guess it's a mixture of luck and just showing that you really want it and skill. I think it's like a mix of all of it. It's not only about um, how good you are. Um, I think it's also like if you come across as a decent person. I think that's very general, very important. Yeah. People often underestimate. They're like, oh, I'm great at animating, but I'm a horrible person. It doesn't work. You have to right. be. <laughs> I hear that time and time again. It makes sense. Like if I'm Ardman, I'm looking to hire some people or like bring them into the training program. I already know Marika from her course that she did. She's applied a few times before. I see she's persistent. I see she's learning a lot. Why wouldn't it makes the perfect choice? What do you think, you know, <clears throat> from it sounds like you had like three big learnings. You had your first stop motion film. Uh, Theodore, I think it's called, with the vampire. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you took the Ardman course. Like, what was the big thing you learned between those two things? So Theodore, you're like, you know, you did the sound, you did the animation, you had to build puppets, sets, of video edit, storytelling, et cetera, which is kind of like you learned the general of everything of making stop motion mm -hmm. filmmaking. And then the Ardman course, you learn like the principles of animation. Like, what was the big jump for yourself between those two points? Like I didn't do too much stop motion wise in between. Mm. It was more like um, what I learned like for myself. Like I got more confident because I got out of uni and I had to like move countries and I had to find a job and like all of these things like made me more confident. And I think that also played a role in it. Um, uh, but yeah, I did too much because I was working so much in other jobs trying yeah, to survive in, in Brighton. <laughs> What was the big thing that you learned between the Ardman course and the training program where you were doing 40 hours a week versus like just weekends? Like what was the biggest mm. thing you learned about stop motion? I started doing more with clay um, because before that I literally never, even as a child, I wasn't playing with Play-Doh even. Um, <laughs> it was never really something, sculpting was never really a thing for me and that's crazy because now it's my entire life. Um, but after the course, I was like, oh, well, we did a bit, little bit with claymation. Also, I want to get into album, which makes sense to uh, get some um, play in your hands. Um, yeah, I think that's what I learned most. I just sat down and just little animation just to learn how to like get the texture smooth or like how to sculpt in general because it's a completely new skill you can't stop animate like animate stop motion doesn't mean you know how to sculpt yeah um, yeah and how is it working because you said the Ardman course was working at home versus the training program was in Bristol 40 hours a week yeah like mm -hmm. what like was it so much more do you was your learning curve much higher that you were in person Absolutely, especially because I did it eight hours a day yeah, like, without crazy. a break. Um, because with the course, yeah. you could just kind of define like, okay, I have a day here, I have three hours tonight. But when you like go to work, like that's how work like traineeship every day, and you just animate every every single day. The learning curve is 
extreme. And we had someone there who's been working at Artman's Animator for over 20 years. And we could wow. just ask him questions any second. He was just in the room next next door. He gave us the task, gave us like some advice. And then it's like, okay, animate. <laughs> Do you think? Oh, so you're, you're animating like together with other trainees? Like, like yes, there oh. were, yeah, there were two other trainees and we had units next to each other. So we could poke ahead into it. Oh, like, yeah. Are you getting on? How's it? And it was great because, uh, yeah, we got along really well. It's just nice to talk to someone who's like going through the same thing. It's a little bit nervous as well. And like just starting out. And it was, yeah. it was fun. Great two months. Yeah. Was it intimidating if like somebody was like super fast and you were like slower or like somebody's doing like super cool movement and you're having trouble or like vice versa, yeah. you're doing something really cool and they're having trouble Was like, how did that dynamic work for you? Oh yeah, <laughs> <There were. laughs> it's fine. We're all friends. No, it was. Uh, that's one. Uh, he also got a job later together with me. Um, yeah. on Chicken Run, and he's great. He's just a great animator. He's super fast, and just like, how do you do this? Because I'm putting the same amount of of hours into it, but you're so much faster. Um, but it's just like you learn really quickly. It's, it's like something that comes with practice, and it's not about speed. Not that that point at least when you're not working commercials or anything then yeah but Gosh. it was just we just got along really well so it wasn't like we're like oh you're faster than me i don't like you <laughs> it was it was not like this at all we're just all supporting each other and like helping each other out um that was good yeah was nice. how does it feel now that you've worked on chicken run and wilson gromit like two of the most iconic uh claymation films to ever exist <laughs> i mean you know just three years ago you just graduated design school right and then you were working mm -hmm. as an illustrator and then suddenly within the last year uh or so you know you've just fast-tracked into <laughs> working on crazy stuff how does that feel it's insane um i don't know it's just so odd to me because i've been working here for over a year now, March uh, over a year ago. And like like stop motion and sculpting is my entire life now. And and like Bristol is my life now. It's, it feels so odd thinking that only one and a half years ago, I didn't even know anyone I know now. Or like, like my day was completely different. And yeah, I don't regret it. It's the best, it was the best decision of my life. I'm so happy here. I'm so happy wow. working on these films. And it's just, it's just great. It almost sounds Great. like, you know, decisions you made in the past about just the unknown and putting yourself out there led to this, you know, like going yeah. going to the UK or England during Brexit when everybody said not to uh, okay. quitting your three jobs, which a lot of people wouldn't do. They'd say, well, no, I can't do this. Like, how am I going to manage money in a different country? Like, mm -hmm. you know, what kept you putting yourself out there and taking these big risks that not a lot of people would take when you didn't even have a lot of experience in the medium i don't know what i I'm don't thinking. know <laughs> <laughs> no i just like i like 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 i don't know i just had a goal in my head it's like okay this is my end goal my end goal like when i'm like 40 or something i want to be able to work at Artman. so how do i get there and then i just okay. think about it like what are the steps and then what i do in general is always like a plant seeds everywhere every day i'm like okay if i do this maybe this helps like in five years if i do this now maybe this like helps in two years like i have so many seeds to spread out there hopefully grow into something at some point in life um and it's just like, like oh, i just have a, something in my head it's like i want to i want to get to that place and then just figure out how i get there and i knew like obviously i'm moving to um England before Brexit hit 
would be a big step because getting an, a visa is a disaster. Right. And wow. Yeah. I mean, to me, like, it sounds like that must, that like that fantasy that 40 year old Marika is working at Armin must be extremely strong t- to like propel you to do these things uh, in because mm-hmm. all, they all sound like very time sensitive. Like I have to do this now or it's not happening. Oh, yeah. So, so like, why, like it, please. Why did you you know, where does the dream to work at Armin come from in the first place? it's a mixture of okay i knew when i did the stop motion my first stop motion film and did the academy course okay i'm really enjoying this this is like yeah. i'm loving it so okay i want to work on stop motion that was like the decision um and then it was a mixture of obviously i loved admin and what they do um and i kind of had my foot in the door like this tiny bit through the course and i just don't like working for someone who uh, does like okay work so I always want to do the best I can and I knew that obviously Alpen would be the place to go if you want to do really high quality work and that was uh, what I was like aiming for because I could have done like smaller things but then I just wouldn't be proud of the work so I was like no this is I want want the best of the best I want to get really critiqued very harshly uh, when I animate a shot um just so I can do the best I possibly can. So when can. you get critiqued, do you ever feel frustration or disappointment or anger or you're like, you're craving it? You're like, mm, yeah, no. Tell me I how to it. do better. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I struggle I with that sometimes, especially when I put so much effort into something and then like a mentor of mine or whatnot will be like, oh, you know, you could have, you could have done more of this. And my whole brain yeah. is like wanting to like both curl up into a ball and yeah. to exist and like, uh be like you don't understand <laughs> i have this but i do this to myself so i'm my harshest critic so yeah. everything okay. i do i just pay it and i like tear it into pieces and like oh, oh god no. this is so awful how do you this enjoy awful. it if you hate if you hate it oh, i keep asking myself the same thing <laughs> uh i don't know it's like it's just so tell me what you're feeling. It's, when it's you're... a journey. It's yeah. a journey. Because at the beginning, I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And then you try to figure it out. And then you get like, as often get to a point, it's like, I don't know even how to start. And I get, especially because I'm, because I haven't really a lot of experience in industry. It's literally just Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit. Um, so there was a lot of pressure when I got to animate shots, like to, uh, to nail them and to prove yourself. Um, yeah, so I put a lot sure. of pressure on myself, um, way more than a, needed to because they're lovely and they're not gonna they're not gonna be angry at you if you don't animate something perfectly um but it's this journey of like oh god i don't know how to do this and then this this is the the point that i hate the most because i don't know what to do and how to start and then now i've gotten into a habit of just animating for 20 minutes something terrible like i just go for it and i know it's i'm going to delete it no one's going to look at it i just Uh need to get started and then I get started and then I get into it. It's like, okay, I'm really enjoying this. And then after a few frames, like, okay, I kind of know where this is going. Um, this is this is fun now. And then it's just like, oh, I love it. Oh, I hate it. I love it. I hate it until the shot is finished. And then you show it to the director and they love it. And then you're like, oh, hey, I love oh, the wow. animation. <laughs> I, I know the um, feeling of like loving a frame and being like, wow, this is the best frame ever. And then the next frame you're like, this looks terrible. I don't know how it works. Yeah. But also I really like what you said about you know, taking off the pressure of yourself for the first 20 minutes and being like, it doesn't matter what mm. I create. Do you often find that you keep those 20 minutes in the final that you present or mm. it always just gets no, deleted and I you start over? No, I do it really badly on purpose. Oh, There's nothing oh, you can oh. keep. It's like, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm even trying to make it look good. I just move something 
like poorly really really badly it's like oh, hopefully no one will see this <laughs> i think i need to do this because like i do mm. the exact opposite i'm like i only have so much time i need to make every frame count and i want it to look perfect so instead mm -hmm. what i end up doing is just like delaying starting so much because there's so much pressure i'll be like Oh, I need to take uh, my dog when I'm running from home. Yeah, my yeah. Dog for another walk. Oh, maybe I should make I need a coffee. coffee. Oh, I'll just sit down and play this mobile game for five minutes. And then yeah. like three hours go by and I haven't started. And then when I finally started, I'm like, why didn't I just start? <laughs> oh, yeah, I could totally relate. This was the reason why I, I kind of had to find some solution yeah. for myself because I can't kind of just sit in my unit at work and be like, oh, I'm going to get another coffee and maybe oh, do this like because I have to get going. And I needed to find a solution for this because I would just sit there like being frozen um, so this was my yeah, yeah way out. I, I always find that once I start, I just get lost in it immediately. Oh, yeah. Ways. So yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just a mental <laughs> game. So this is interesting. I think I might I might try that. I'm always kind of like asking for strategies because like style motion is such like a, at least for me, like encompasses every part of my mental capacity, I guess. Like I don't even mm -hmm. think about like going to the washroom or eating when I'm animating. Like my whole brain is just like focused on persistence <laughs> and like what the frames look like. And it's for me, it's like a little bit intimidating to get into that space because I know that I'm I'm like, you know, I've I've injured myself before from like strains of just like not even thinking about my health while I'm animating. I'm just like, I have to get the shot. Same. And then like <laughs> like my arm is like giving out and like <laughs> oh, Yeah. So, so like okay. <laughs> So okay, um, you're obviously doing something right because you have a at least from people I've talked to, it sounds like you very fast tracked uh you know getting into the industry I, I was actually mm -hmm. talking to somebody on LinkedIn today where you know they're just starting out and they've been testing things for a while and they're like they're asking if they should do courses and whatnot but like for you it's taken a couple of years to go from nothing to you're working at one of the biggest animation studios in the world for stop motion and you're animating mm -hmm. on uh shots that are going to be in films it's amazing that's incredible mm -hmm. what is it that you're thinking about when you put your mind to to work to get what you want you know you have this goal of working at Ardman by 40 you uh you know have this persistence and you said it's a journey it's a love-hate thing and like but like what is what is the the like what is going through your mind whenever you're animating or like working on something towards your goal that is propelling you to do so well and to get noticed and to be a good person I guess oh good question. that's a really tough question yeah I don't know. I I mean, people ask me often, like, where do you get your drive from? Why do you like do this? Why yeah, do you right. I think my brain is just wired this way. Like the same thing, like I mentioned, like I'm planting seeds everywhere. I'm just always thinking about, okay, what? Because there's like yeah. a huge list that I want to do in my life. Right. All the things I want to take off my life are long enough uh, for that. Well, but, but for instance, like about it. maybe uh, because you started business, but you decided very early on that wasn't for you. And so you mm -hmm. weren't doing the things to you know become a ceo of business or whatever right yeah no. then when you decided animation you started to do the things that would get you there like is it is it just a love a fun like I, i'm assuming it's just you're just having super I fun think, and, like, yeah just yeah. love it right, right. <laughs> like the second i realized i just love it i like i go for it and if it's just something yeah what if i have to do something that i don't love I'm, like, I'm not really great at it and i keep pushing it off of course but the second i find something that i'm passionate about yeah. Um, I just go for it and just like, okay, nothing can stop me. This is my goal. I'm going to go for it. It's That's just, great. 
how I am, I guess. Yeah. I mean, for me, when I was in my business career and I had like a good moment of like, what do I want to retire with? And then I realized I wanted to be an animator that like really lit a fire under my ass to like learn everything ASAP. And so I was like going mm -hmm. so hard for a couple of years, like hiring a tutor, going to school, doing the podcasts, you know, doing pitch competitions, learning animation on my own, making short films, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, but at some point, like, you know, now I'm working full time. I don't feel that fire is lit the same way. Like it, it propelled me mm. to like get where I wanted, get on the path that I wanted to be ASAP. Now that I'm on that path, I'm like taking it much more chill. Do you feel that way now? Or do you still feel like I want to become a senior animator like ASAP? Mm -hmm. I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to impress the shots. I'm going to talk to the right people. I'm going to take every opportunity. Yeah, I'm not chill at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The no, people who no, know I'm you listening to this podcast, they're like, yeah, America's not chill at all. <laughs> yeah, it's not chill. They do. Um, people tell me I'm the chillest person on the planet, but I'm really not. I'm not on the inside. Um, so what, no, is it, I, what is it that you're trying to, that you're not chill about, that you're trying to become still? <laughs> I, because I'm an assistant animator, so I don't want to be yeah. an animator, um, yeah. because most of what work contains making mouth sets for the puppets. Um, so that's my next goal. But then I was like, oh, I also want to teach workshops, because even though I'm really set right now it up and for like the, this project now um it will it will end and then i don't know what's going to happen if i'm going to get on to the next project or if there's going to be a gap or not so my goal at the same time right now is like, is like to do from freelance stop motion things to get my like my name out there a little bit more um and yeah do workshops because i love teaching so much and i love children i've worked with children my entire life and i now get to kind of like do this together both of the things so Cool. Yeah, not chill. I'm just trying to get... Yeah, I'm wondering, um, because, you know, Ardman is so established and there's tons of animators that already work there. Um, because they're working on movies, they need more people. But once those projects finish, they're going to have to, like, you know, uh, I guess, part ways with a lot of people. When it, oh, yeah. Yeah. So what is your plan to... Uh, uh, you know, become an animator or like get back into Ardman once, you know, the movies, the movies over, like what's plan A? You said teaching workshops. That sounds mm -hmm. uh, like it's building up for stability and that's really good. Um, but like, how are you, how are you planning on to become an animator at Ardman then? Um, I'm going to try to prove myself over the worst and grown film now. Because <laughs> yeah. as assistant animator, we do get to animate. Um, but it's just not like a thing that you can always count on because you right. have your priority, which is making the mouth sets. And when, there shots when shots come up for assistance, uh, you do get to animate. And then it depends on after a while um, if like the director prefers whose work they prefer and who they ask for. Um, so I did, did prove myself on Chicken Run already. That's why I got the job at Wallace and Gromit nice. and now I just need to prove myself a little bit more <laughs> yeah. and yeah what does prove it's, it's yourself mean what does prove yourself um mean? to me it's just like um every time I do get the chance to animate like do the best I can possibly can and obviously like showing them that I am very appreciative and that I do get to animate and all the all the little um social things in between um because yeah. again like I don't think it's just about animating um yeah just like nailing the shots you get <laughs> Pressure. Is that also, do you ever get exhausted from trying to do the best you can, do the social things, etc.? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's, it's, it's not too bad. That's all right. Because I just love it. I love it. Um, 
It's I not mean, just talking sure. with you, it sounds it sounds like <laughs> love it. And you're a very driven person, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> cool. What is your ideal, you know, what is the dream job? Is it like you want to be like a character, like the main character animator? Or is it just to like be in a perpetual state of being an animator? Oh, there's some... I don't have one specific one. So in general, it's become an animator. So I can just be like, okay, I'm an animator on various films um but i would also love to one day um I create my own uh kid series that would be great Cute. has to it has to involve musicals <laughs> okay. uh, it has to involve songs um uh yeah and just like i want to combine something with children because i do miss working with children um and if i another pipe dream if i could just have my own little art studio where i teach children how to do st- stop motion amazing um but yeah there's multiple things so maybe direct direct something um yeah that's just amazing i mean it already sounds like at least you're on the path to having your own studio and teaching children since you're already teaching children in schools how to sculpt and things yeah that's really really cool be cool (laughs) wow um yeah i i think it's amazing what you're doing and and so fast too um what would you say to other people that you know they have a dream to work at ardman specifically and obviously you've made that happen did you also have like a plan like what if Ardman just said no like I would just kept my my jobs at home because I was set with them I could have gotcha. stayed at the company they wanted me until to the end of days so what would you say um, to other people who are trying to get where you are um just animate because I'm right yeah just do it really because I right now I'm also mentoring on the stop motion one course that I took two years ago like as a um so I am now the person who gives feedback and there are a few people who are just like okay how how do I become better which book do you want me to read and it's like it's not of course you can read books it's helpful just to know kind of grasp the foundations but you just literally have to sit down and animate because it takes so long yeah <laughs> until you get good at it um and some people just like don't have the patience for it so i just like oh, i have been doing this for years like years often not enough you need more time to, to master stop motion right um do you notice just, a yeah. difference in who you think will maybe become successful versus people who will maybe not become successful in stop motion when you're mentoring yeah um it's just about not even the how they animate it's just how passionate they are like how much time they're willing to put in because of course like it's up to them obviously and I'm yeah. not no one's judging on that but some you could just sometimes tell if someone which is fair I just want to try the course and see if um, submotion is for them and sometimes even they're like mm, I'm not I I like it but I don't love it I mean, yeah. you have to love it because you have right. to put so much time into it um and some people just like even they say i don't really love it as much as i thought i would which is great i know we figured that out <laughs> good but yeah you can tell some people just really go for it and even if they don't have time or work a full-time job they're like i'm still gonna work five uh, hours in the evening which i don't have to but you can tell this little spark and they're like really driven yeah i yeah, mean you can tell <laughs> i'm happy you said that because like occasionally people ask me uh like how to become successful and i say the exact same thing like just animate you mm. if you love it you're gonna figure it out and if if, if yeah. it's like a casual thing that's totally fine but like and stop motion specifically is so niche and tough uh to make a career out of because yeah. there's not a lot of opportunities you really really have to love it or you're gonna burn out or just not put yourself into it to get the opportunities that exist yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah 
Cool, cool, cool. Oh my goodness. Wow. I think I think what you're doing is super impressive. I'm really excited to to, you know, follow your journey. And we'll come back in a couple of years and you'll be like, oh yeah, I, I'm the CEO <laughs> of Cardman now. And <laughs> oh, I live under a bitch. Who knows? <laughs> I, have, I have my own That's studio for kids now. It's called Ardman. Ardman means. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about that we didn't touch on? I don't think so. No. We touched um, on absolutely everything. That's amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, is there maybe maybe as like a final word, is there anything that you would say out there to somebody else who's like, you know, um, what you kind of already said, like wants to work at Artman, but you know, is is in a program in school where they're not super enjoying and they fantasize about having a more creative career. What would you mm-hmm. say to them? Because you were in that same space. Do it. Do it. With school and do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. School do it. And do it. What if they're had... like, what my parents are paying for school or, you know, I'm in a situation where it's it's really tough to quit. Like, how how would you approach that? Try anything to make it work. Like, I did yeah. not, everyone, when I wanted to quit um, business studies, everyone told me it's a terrible idea. I didn't even have like anything set. Like, oh, I just want to I just want to study design um but I have one person in my life who was like just do it because you're young it's your life if you go stick with business you're gonna hate it just 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 don't do it um so I just listened to that one person wow. um and Did I that just one person have like a big influence on your life that helped weigh their decision or what only like literally just it wasn't even like person I was very close to it was a m- mother whose child I was babysitting uh, every oh. other month or so she just talked to her about it and just mentioned it's like no you should really I have a feeling you should really quit <laughs> wow. um and do it and then yeah just if if your parents are paying for school get an extra job like it's just it's gonna be hard work that's just what it is like I've worked so much just to make like all these things happen because you get yeah. mon- money it's always an issue it's so annoying why does the universe exist <sighs> like this with I know resources that I can't just have fun I think that's <laughs> I think it's really important what you just said you know you just have to find a solution because mm-hmm. it, I think it's I think it's amazing that everybody in your life was saying Marika, don't do this. It's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And and like it was so strong inside of you that just one person, just one little ounce of hope somewhere inspired yeah, literally. you to take that path. I think that's incredible. Yeah. And surround yourself with people who like get it. Because the second I started studying design and film and animation, yeah. I was surrounded with people who loved it. It's like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Because they just get it. They just and then tried because internet, you can find people who are do yeah. the same Being part of community do. Like, is so like, important oh yeah. my god yes like look for people on instagram just write them write me i'm happy to talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, right i had the same experience when i went to um, sheridan i was so afraid of going to sheridan college for animation that i almost mm-hmm. didn't go i had to i had like a very like good conversation with one of the profs there ahead of time where i was like i don't know if i should go like i'm so old and blah blah blah, blah. Oh, and like yeah. as soon as i was there like yeah this is waste away because everybody is there for the same goal you bounce off each other you encourage each other your whole world changes from like so many no's and and problems to like now mm-hmm. you're in this hub of everybody's doing the same thing and like solving problems together it was it's great so yeah, yeah it's super important yeah I was 24 and I felt incredibly old I didn't want to <laughs> yes. quit because I thought if I start 24 25 yeah, right just, I was 30 I and I felt I felt like my life was uh, over <laughs> yeah I know but it really isn't 
And no, really, it's only over if you stick with a terrible degree. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Totally. Well, Rinka, uh, is there anything else you wanted to share as we're wrapping up? Um, no, I think I said everything. Right. Well, Talked thank enough. you so much for coming on the chat. It's been an absolute pleasure to dig into your career a little bit more and hear your journey. So thanks for coming. Well, on. Thanks for having me. Of course. Great. And if, if you're listening and you want to uh, check out Marika's work or, or get in touch with her and talk about oh, yeah. your yes. goals and whatnot, <laughs> uh, I'm going to include her Instagram, which is marika.kramer um, in the description of this chat. So please check that out. And thank you so much for listening. That's all for now. Okay, bye. The music for this podcast was composed by Willem Mendo and the graphics by Luhan Wang. I encourage you to look them up if you've enjoyed their work.